Hello, 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 everybody. Um, we are just having quite a balagon right now. Quite a balagon. And I don't know what's going on at all. But it seems to be counting us down with every waking second. Um, <laughs> and I'm afraid we might get booted again. So I think what we might end up doing, Erin, is just, I might just tape you. Um, talking to me because it's literally counting down um, as we talk. I'm not really sure what's going on, but kind of hoping um, there's something I could do about it, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, but I know you have to go shortly anyway. But um, so could could you give us like the highlights? Um, and then I'll follow up with some of the information that I gained from um, my tour yesterday. Like, if you had to say, okay, here are the top five or ten things you should know about MADA, what would that be? So, well, top five, that, that makes it difficult because there's a lot more than that. But first of all, the organization actually started 18 years before the establishment of the State of Israel, so back in 1930. Um, and then we've been a volunteer organization ever since then. Um, we are Israel's largest volunteer organization. We have, like you said earlier on, about 30,000 volunteers. Aging in range, ranging in age even, from 15 to people in their 90s who come in and help with logistics and all sorts. Um, so I'd say that's, that's fact number one. Um, Manus roles include being Israel's national blood service as well. Um, so we collect blood and process it, all the blood for, for the IDF, uh, the vast majority of the blood for, for the civilian population as well. Um, that's role number two. Role number three involves us uh, working with the National Red Cross Society, and we work with the Red Cross, the Red Crescent across, across the world. We send uh, delegations and missions to places such as Turkey most recently, um, Ukraine, obviously, we had a we had a mission there. We've had uh, delegations and representatives working across the world, including in uh, even in the states, uh, at scenes of uh, terror attacks on uh, on Israelis where Israelis were affected, and we sent teams to to rescue them from there as well. Um, and we're also one of the largest um, education providers. Last year, we trained about three hundred and fifty thousand people. How to provide basic first aid, advanced first aid, advanced medicine, uh, teaching even uh, doctors and hospitals, um, advanced life life saving skills, uh, and, as far, and all of that happens. So even though we are Israel's national rescue organisation, we're actually not funded by the Israeli government. We're funded by the services we provide and by donations from people across the world, um, friends and societies in, in all sorts of countries, including here in Israel. Um, I mean, one of, one of the things that I think makes us stand out, because the fact that we're not a government organization, A, means that we can work, we can be the National Red Cross Society, and it means that we can provide aid along with humanitarian aid across the world, along with the Red Cross. Um, and it means also that we can develop the things that we need in-house. So all the technology that you saw in the National Operations and all the, the dispatch technology is all developed in, in Magen David Adon. We have 40 to 50 developers working constantly on 
keeping the system at its peak, um, improving the system all the time to the extent that Israel Fire Department has now taken on our dispatch system as well. Um, and as well as uh, an organization in, in Florida, in the United States. Um, and in, in order for us to work, we've also implemented technology such as AI that we use that gives us an interface with, with the police, for example. So if they get a call that requires an ambulance, um, that call will automatically appear on, on matter systems. Um, and vice versa. So if they get a call that requires police response, then that call will automatically appear on the, on, on the police system as well. All of these things enable us to provide a world-class service to, to the people of Israel and, again, to people across the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, um, you know, it, it was really, like, remarkable also just um, kind of as, as you guys took me around to, to hear the people's stories of how long they've been there and... Um, you know, it's and I love what um, when you guys were saying it's it's like contagious to want to do this. You know, to to be part of something so positive. You know, um, and I think that you know one of the things that the CRS Radio Network does very well is um, trying to really promote like positive understanding of one another. And um, I think that's how um, things work better, you know, in this world when we're like, you know, just right. kind of helping one another. So, I, I think, I mean, I, I think I said it to you yesterday as well. Um, I look at, at Magenda as a bit of a microcosm of the whole of the state of Israel. Israel is a, is, is a complex place. Um, whatever your... your Political leanings may be one way or the other. First of all, MAD is not involved in politics in any way. It's an apolitical organization. Yes, that helps and everybody. <laughs> we're, made up, we're made up of Israeli society. So if I, if I work at a station where, where the population um, in the area might be, 30% of the population might be Arab population, whether it's Christian Arab, Muslim Arab, and 70% of the population is the, is the Jewish population, that, those sorts of numbers will be reflected in the, the staff and the volunteers working in that station. Uh, um, and it's something that that I think really kind of showcases Israeli society for for what it is and for what it can be. And whatever the, the complex issues might be, when it comes to saving lives, there's only there's only one thing. There's only one uh, one thing that's, that's important, and, and that's the life of the person that we're going to save. And it doesn't matter who that person might be, it doesn't matter what religion they might follow, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters apart from trying to save their lives. And I think when you look at it, and, and you know, one, one of my favorite moments in in, in Magen David Adom was actually when I when I moved to Israel and I did my first shift in, in Magen David Adom, I already had 10 years of experience from working as a paramedic in, in England. Mm. But my first trip here, there was me, there was this new English guy who just arrived in the country and was starting to work for Mada. But the other people in the ambulance were a Russian doctor, an Ethiopian uh, EMT who was the driver of the ambulance that day, and a Muslim Arab volunteer. And that kind of summed it all up, and that was on my first shift. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that does say a lot. And I think the fact that you also highlighted the, um, that people have a variety of different roles. Um, like you guys were telling me that um, sometimes a person who's responding either through the ambulance or the motorcycle um, or one of the other smaller vehicles or perhaps on the helicopter or the boat, um, you know, it's that sometimes you guys have um, doctors and paramedics and EMTs and, you know, and, but, but all of the training is so consistent. So everyone's on the same page, whether they're an employee, whether they're a volunteer, um, everything is consistent. And again, it's like, this is an incredible example um, to follow. And the, I felt like everyone that I interacted with there is really kind of like a family, you know. Absolutely. I mean, we, we all wear the same uniforms. Uh, I mean, I'm employed by by Magendavidadom, but the person standing next to me wearing exactly the same uniform would have had exactly the same training as I did, mm-hmm. would have done exactly the same paramedic boards. Um, has the same skills, the same abilities, and, and and we very much work as a family. And again, you, you, you noticed yesterday, I'm sure, that there are uh, ultra-Orthodox yeah. uh, people working in, in the operation center mm-hmm. and on the ambulances, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the Medicycle mm-hmm. um, rider that you saw lives in, a, in an ultra-Orthodox town. Yeah. But right next to him, there was a new religious guy who was riding the, the, the other bike and the, the team that just came back from on the intensive care unit. There was uh, an Arab um, paramedic student on there. And, and you know what? That's what Israel is all about. And that's what, what Magenda Rilabam is all about. We don't look at who the person is or where they come from in a negative way. We take it as a positive thing. And if we've got an Arab volunteer and, and, and then we go to an Arab patient, then you know what? That actually makes our lives easier. It makes it, it gives us a yeah. much better connection to the family, to their traditions, to their beliefs, um, to their language, which obviously makes it much easier. If you've got a patient in distress, yeah. even if they can speak the national language, when they're in distress, they go back to their mother tongue. And right. if we've got somebody who can communicate in that language, yeah. that makes everybody's lives much, much easier, helps calm the patient down, helps yeah. us to explain what treatment we're going to be giving. And, and I, I think that's a vitally important uh, part of, of McKendall-Vinadum. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely impressive. And, and I think much like you just highlighted that, you know, the society in Israel is very incredibly diverse. And some people have been here for, you know, generation upon generation upon generation upon generation. Um, and there are other people who, you know, have just arrived. And, um, you know, Jewish people specifically were very nomadic for quite some time, you know. Um, so there's a lot of different languages spoken um, in Israel. You hear it. And even in... Um, you know, the hotel that I am staying at in Tel Aviv, I hear Russian, I hear English, I hear Hebrew. Um, and that's just um, sometimes like the staff talking to each other. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, quite a bit of, of other things going on. Many of the staff are also multilingual, um, not multilingual. multilingual. Um, the, like the wonderful young woman who I'm Loud, you can hear me. Yeah. Okay. So we're actually um, we're about to um, be booted again. <laughs> so I think yeah. 
So I think what we're going to do is I know that um, I want to thank you and I will make sure that everyone that we just end up taping. I'm just going to see if it, if it boosts us one second. Oh, 60 seconds. Okay. Yeah. So we have 60 seconds left, but we will try to get right back on the air. But I know that you have another call to make. So Aaron, I, I want everyone to know that there are links posted everywhere. If you can't find MDA on Instagram or Facebook or put it into Google Friends of MDA, American Friends of MDA, um, just reach out to me, Anya Farber, on Facebook or on Instagram, Anya underscore think underscore differently. And I will make sure that everyone gets the information because I will continue to go over all of this stuff as I know that you have another meeting to make so that I can ensure that everyone has all the information they need to have about MAGA. Thank um, you. Um, first of all, it was great to you. Um, and, and welcome you to our operations center. Um, you're more than welcome to come visit us again. And oh, I will. <laughs> I will, and I hope to volunteer in a couple of years. So good, look to it. once I get here uh, for good. Um, so I am going to put a pause with our listeners and um, we'll come right back on the air in just a second. Let's see if it's just going to boot us. Uh, I'm going to